Are you ready to take your business to the next level and make the money you want so that you can create the impact you desire? Then you're in the right place. It's possible to run a successful business built around your life. Get ready for a little bit of tough love and a whole lot of strategy to grow your business without sacrificing your sanity. If you're ready to get out of your own way and step into the role of CEO, then let's go. I'm Amy Tra, and this is the Motivated CEO Podcast. Today, I am chatting with Ruth Ann, and we are talking just all about positioning, branding, all of the things that are really important in making our business really cohesive and really standing out in this noisy, noisy world it is. But all of this by taking a life-first approach, because as moms, that needs to be priority, building a business around our life. If our business is at the center of everything, we're going to burn out. We're going to struggle and just our business won't grow as fast as we would like it to. So I'm really excited that I am joined by Ruth Ann today. And with that being said, welcome into the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. So for those of our listeners that are like, well, who is this Ruth Ann lady? Could you tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve? Yes, I am a brand and website designer, and I help established women entrepreneurs ditch the DIY so they can step into that CEO role with their brand and website that really represents them and their business well, so they can look like the expert that they are. Um, So many of my clients have been in the online space, or they've been in their professional careers for years or decades, and then they like DIY a website, and it just doesn't look, it doesn't have that you know, expertise that they are wanting to showcase with. So I'm excited to help women really, you know, transform their online presence. So it is captivating and allows them to look like an authority in the online space. I love that you said it allows them to look like an authority because at the end of the day, let's face it, looks do matter when it comes to your website, when it comes to your brand. A lot of times I think we downplay that, but it is important. I mean, it's crazy. It's like milliseconds, isn't it? That we make a judgment of, okay, you know what? I really like this brand or mm, yeah, not so much for me. 100%. And with our attention span getting shorter and shorter every single day, uh, a few years ago, it was seven seconds and I'm sure it's down from there. But we, like you said, we have such a short time frame to like get people's attention and to make them notice us. And when you have a brand and website that's really professional and put together and it just makes you look like it just helps you stand out. You're like, whoa, who is this person? Like, what is she doing? Where has she been featured? You're like, I just feel like you're so drawn in to someone's online presence who has it all together. And if you've DIY, which we have all, let's just be, we've all DIY in the beginning, but you know, when you go to someone's DIY website, sometimes, you know, your clients won't want to pay like premium prices or, you know, that kind of thing. So just so important. It just affects a lot of different aspects of your business when you have an online presence that you're really proud of. Yeah, definitely. Because we've all been there. We've all tried to DIY things. But especially if you are, like you said, charging these premium prices, you have to show up 
as the authority. You have to look like the authority because there's a huge difference between when you walk into, let's say, Walmart and you walk into Coach or Gucci or Louis Vuitton. It's just a different experience. So this is what your brand is doing. It's being the forward-facing part of your business that's then attracting those ideal clients, right? Yes, 100%. And with those clients who, you know, a lot of the clients I work with are established in their business and, you know, they've done the DIY thing. They've, they've done, you know, in Canva for hours, you know, figuring out by themselves and they're just ready to go to that next level. They're ready for that really great experience um, for their clients. And, and there is just a totally different vibe from, you know, DIY to getting it done professionally. Yeah, absolutely. It really grabs people's attention, as you said, because I, I've heard something recently and it was crazy to me that our attention spans now are less than a goldfish. I'm like, that's kind of sad, but I totally see it because you think about the environment that we're living in. It is so on demand. And I think back to even when I was growing up as a kid, we didn't have this on demand culture. Like we actually had to go to the library to look stuff up in the encyclopedia. There was no Google, you know, there was no internet. Yes. Like it was crazy. So now we're just like, everything is instantaneous. We're getting news in real time. And now more than ever, we really need to build that brand, build those relationships, really deepen that know, like, and trust factor through something like branding. 100%. And when you have a really solid brand in place, you're so much more ready and like confident to share about your services to market your business, to really like show up like the CEO you want to be when you have that solid branding in place. So it's not just, you know, looking great and professional online. It helps you in so many other areas of your business too. Yeah. So let's go a little bit deeper. Like a lot of people are like, okay, I know branding is all the pretty things, you know, the logos and how it looks, but there's more to branding than just design and logo and colors and fonts and all the fun stuff. Can we dive into that a little deeper? Totally. So yes, there's the visual branding side of it, which is what I love doing. And then there's the brand strategy portion of it, which is all, you know, it's just more technical. It's more like on paper, like you're writing down, okay, what is your, what are your values as a business? Like what is important to you? What do you want your clients to feel? Who is your ideal client? Just getting really specific on all of the ins and outs of your business and when you have it all laid out like that, it's just like a roadmap for how you can create visuals that match up with that brand strategy messaging that really helps you, you know, take forward motion. Yeah, definitely. I love that because I, I see this all the time that everybody's trying to jump ahead to step 10, but until you're really taking the time to do your work and really dive into, okay, exactly what you said, what are those values? How do I want them to feel? Who is that ideal client? Until you do that, you might have a huge mishmash of like your messaging. Your messaging on your website may be saying one thing or in your social media content could be saying one thing, but you really mean another. You need to have so much clarity at the beginning. So I really think it's important to take the time to zoom out and ask yourself, what 
are those values? What is the mission? How do I want my customers to feel? What is that transformation? And that's exactly what you do when you start to dive into branding. Yes, 100%. And I've had you know, clients in the past where they come to me with a color palette, they're like, oh, I just love the color purple. And so that's like my main color. It's like, um, you know, there's just should be a lot more strategy involved with that. You know, there's so much color psychology that goes into choosing colors, you know, how it makes someone feel so many different things. And so it's like, yes, you love this color, but like, what is, what is it saying about you as a person? Like it has to be representative of who you are and also the type of client you're trying to attract. There's just so many factors that go into it. And that's what you get when you do that brand strategy piece of it, uh, which is included in the package that I have for my clients, just because I think without that, you really, you'll be, you're just choosing colors because you like them. Right, right. It's like you said, it's a strategy. Yes. Yeah. You're identifying, okay, this is the end result. This is how I want to be viewed. And you can reverse engineer that then. That's what you do with your clients is you reverse engineer that so that they are showing up in exactly that CEO, you know, embodiment that they want to be, that they're drawing in those ideal clients. Now, I know you are juggling all of the things. You have littles at home. How have you been able to develop like a life first approach to your business? Because that's something we all struggle with. Yes. Um, You know, it's definitely not easy all the time. And yeah, I have a seven month old and a three and a half year old. And so I'm in the littles stage and it is, I think, you know, just recognizing, and my coach told me this before, like, you know, you can have it all, but maybe not all at once. And you can, you will reach your goals, but maybe not this year, maybe not next year. It's just being aware of kind of the stage you're at, which can be hard for us as ambitious women. You know, we have a lot of goals. We want to do a lot of things. And sometimes having those, I wouldn't say restrictions, but for me, like being a mom first is like the most important thing to me. Like I want my little seven month old to be home with me. I don't want to put her in daycare or anything. So so that's important to me to be available to her when she's awake. And so that just means working during nap times and working in the mornings or at nights. And so it's just kind of making that time for what's important to me. And then, um, you know, my business just falls in the cracks of uh, the other parts of my life. And I will say I started my business back in 2016. And that was my ultimate goal was to have kids one day. And so I wanted my business to be something that could ebb and flow with my life. And so that has been always something that's just, it's been like my guiding, you know, North star of like, you know, this is the reason I have my business. So I can contribute financially. I can do something I truly love and be available to my kids. So I think a lot of us start our businesses for that freedom and flexibility. And that's exactly why I did too. Yeah, definitely. I I agree. I think freedom and flexibility are at the core of what we want. We want to be able to be the present mom for our kids because that is literally the one thing we cannot buy back is this period of time in our children's lives right now. But what I love that you said is that you're clear on your why. You know why you're doing what you're doing and you figured out how to do it in a way that works for you. And I feel like that's where so many of of us hold back because we're trying to do what everybody else is doing. We're trying to put ourselves on their timeline. 
But the seasons of life that we go through as moms, like you're in a crazy season right now. Like I am here to tell you, it will get a little bit easier. You know, each season comes with its own challenges, its own things that we have to navigate. But I think just really embracing it and just being clear with ourselves. Okay, first of all, why am I doing what I'm doing? And then like really let's choose my heart. You know, am I trying to do all of the things at once? Because yeah, I could do all of the things, but does that mean I should? Like we get this mom martyr complex. And that's something I even still have, like have to fight with myself about. I'm like, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. Why am I putting the burden all of, on, of all of this on myself? I think asking our kids for help, even like your three and a half year old, like that's, the things that they can do, they're like so much more capable than we even give them credit for. Like I delegate stuff. My kids are granted. They're a little bit older. They're seven and nine now, but I delegate all the time to them because it's like, we're a team. I can't do this all on my own. Do you delegate anything yet to your three and a half year old? I do. And he is very capable. And, you know, if I'm like, oh, go get me Sissy's Cassie or go get me my water. I need my water or go shut the door. Like he's just, he's very, and he loves it, honestly. Like little kids, they love that responsibility and like you giving them a little bit of control. So I think that's a powerful thing. And you with your kids too. I think they probably love, you know, having chores and feeling like they're responsible for part of the household and stuff. So I think that's very you know, just a good thing to do as a parent. Yeah. I mean, like you said, it it makes them feel kind of important. Like, oh my gosh, she she needs me. She wants my help. What? Like she's asking me for help. And I think too, we just have to like phrase it differently to them. Like, can you be my helper? Or, you know, each kid is like such an individual, like the way that my youngest, I have to ask her for help with things is totally different than my older one. But it's just being aware of like, okay, how does your kid function? You know, we all have our different ways that we feel loved, but just taking the time to do that, take the, take the time to show them like, hey, like my daughter, when she was little, she loved turning the socks like from being like inside out to like right side out. And like, she loved to like match them, even things like that. And my older one's just like, "Mm, no, I don't have the time for that. So, you know, again, it's finding things that they enjoy, but she loved to like sweep the floor. So we bought her a little, like little Swiffer thing. She loved it. So, you know, again, I think it's just being creative within our businesses and doing things that work for us versus like worrying about what everybody else is doing, which draws us back into the brand, right? I'm interrupting this episode to share a free online networking opportunity for female entrepreneurs. Join me for Coffee Talk every Monday at 1230 Eastern Standard Time and connect with like-minded entrepreneurs leveling up and stepping into the role of the CEO of their business. Details can be found in the show notes. I would love to see you there. Totally. And uh, something I want to mention too is like when you're in different seasons of your business too, I think it's good to give yourself permission to change and it doesn't have to be the same all the time. And, you know, right now I offer uh, my master rebrand process, which is an eight to 12 week process. And it's, you know, complex and there's a lot of like moving pieces and stuff, but you know, before I had my daughter, I was doing design days, like, you know, pretty consistently, because I was like, that is how I want to have an income is like, I just want to do design in a day, and then it'll all be done. And so I just think it's 
also giving yourself permission, whatever season you're in, you can change your business. You can have different offers. You can, you can make it how you want it to be. And, um, you know, just because you've done something for a long time, it doesn't mean you have to do that forever. Ooh, I love that. I love that because yes, we need to give ourselves permission. No one else needs to give us permission. We need to give ourselves permission because exactly as you said, our business evolves. My business has completely evolved. Even I feel like every quarter it evolves, but taking the time to really intentionally reflect back and ask yourself, okay, well, what's working? What's not working? How is my energy? Like, is this business feeling good to me? Like, what could I automate? What could I eliminate? What can I outsource? It was just really working smarter instead of just being in this reactive hustle mode. Because when we're in that hustle mode, that's when we miss out on life. That's when we're not having the time, the flexibility, the freedom, all the reasons like we're in business to have that. I'm interrupting this episode to share a free online networking opportunity for female entrepreneurs. Join me for Coffee Talk every Monday at 1230 Eastern Standard Time and connect with like-minded entrepreneurs leveling up and stepping into the role of the CEO of their business. Details can be found in the show notes. I would love to see you there. Yes, totally. And I think it's easy if you've done, and I can speak for myself too, if you've done something a certain way for so long, sometimes, and we just, before we got on the call, you did mention a way that you could work smarter, not harder with something. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I I didn't even think about that. And so I think it's just being open to ideas and being like, you know, just because you've done something a certain way for a long time, doesn't mean it has to be that way. There is probably an easier way to do that or a faster way or, you know, tap your tribe to see if like they have any ideas or suggestions for how you can make something go faster or systematize or something. So yes, I think there's definitely ways to, to make business easier, whatever stage you're in. Yeah. And honestly, the best way is the way that works for you, right? The way that works for you based off of the season of life that you're in and a way that's sustainable to you. You know, I always have people coming to me. They're like, well, everyone tells me I have to do reels. I have to do a dancing reel a day and da, 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 da. It's like, oh, there's plenty of other ways to grow that don't involve reels. And, you know, yes, social media is there. It's a piece of the puzzle. But there's other things you can be doing too. So we need to figure out what's your best way. And I think too, a lot of times surrounding ourselves with other entrepreneurs that are on the journey with us, that are figuring it out as we go. You know, we were talking about that and I was, you know, for context, giving Ruthann, just a tip on how I leverage AI to improve my show notes and my my topics and titles and all of the things. But just having that space to be like, oh, hey, you're having a hard time with this? Like, oh, here's an easier way to do it. Just having that network around you is priceless. It's priceless because this is challenging. We're all trying to figure it out as we go because business is always evolving. Trends are always evolving. Platforms are changing. New things are coming out all of the time. So if we can link arms together and help each other out and share our strengths, oh my gosh, like what an impact we can make. 
100%. And I have to say, you know, having the community around me is the reason I've been in business for so long. Like, I just don't think I would have gotten very far without people in my life supporting me and encouraging me. And just like you said, being a sounding board, giving me tips and ideas and just encouragement along the way. It's, it's easy to feel alone a lot of the time because we are, you know, behind our computers and, you know, that's how it is. But when you have that community of people, especially moms who are business owners, I have to say, like, it's just a special type of person because being a mom and business owner is not easy. And no. it's just so, it's so nice to have other moms who get it, who are doing the business too, and who are really making an impact and like who have big goals. It's just so refreshing and encouraging and knowing that like my goals are achievable. Like I can do this and you're doing this and it just, it, yeah, we all like rise together and we encourage each other. And I have to say, yeah, network, you know, building your networking community is everything. Yeah, absolutely. We are not meant to do this alone. It's just like raising your kids. It takes a village and then add in a business to it as well. And, you know, it's, it's a set of challenges that unless you're in it, you really don't understand it. You know, I, I was told time and time again that, oh no, in order to be successful, you have to compartmentalize. And I'm like, but do you, do you, I, I mean, I'm, I'm here to kind of like change that narrative because I believe that you can have both. And what a better gift that we could show our kids to model that for them that no, you can have both. You can check your own boxes off for success, not what someone else has told you that you have to do. And that too, giving my kids permission that it's okay to change your minds. Yes, I have a degree in one thing, but you know what? That no longer served me. But what I can do is I can take those experiences that I learned in that nine to five, in that career I pivoted from, and I can apply them to build something even better that's going to have even more of an impact. And you're doing yes. the same thing. Yes. And I think, you know, going back to what you were saying, like there's so many people on social media saying that, you know, try this thing and this is, you know, the best way and just really forging your own path and not being afraid to say like, you know, this is my version of success and this is what I'm working towards. And it's easy to get distracted when you're on social media because there are so many people doing amazing things, but like really trying to stay in your lane when it comes to your business and your goals is just, it helps you not be bitter and it helps you to just really enjoy the journey. Cause, um, yeah, if you're always like, you know, trying to compare yourself or look to someone else, it can be sad. <laughs> yeah, really, it can be. And it holds ourselves back. And by holding ourselves back and playing small, then we're really like stifling the impact that we can make in other people's lives as well. Ruthann, this was incredible. If someone listening is like, oh my gosh, like I really need to do some work on my branding because I have no clue what my values are. I don't know how I want people to feel like who is my ideal client, all of those things. How can people get into your world and learn more about you and what you do? Yeah. So I, my business is called our art space and I'm pretty active on Instagram. So you can follow me at our underscore art space. And my website is ourartspace.com. And I also launched a podcast last month called rebrand with Ruthann. And it's all about the rebranding process and breaking down what goes into it, how to know that you're ready, that kind of thing. And so that's a great place to start is um, probably the podcast. And 
I would also love to invite, um, if you are interested and if you know that your website needs updating, I would love to offer your audience um, three spots for my branded website assessment. And this is a paid offer I have, but I would love to offer it to your audience for free. Um, just the first three people who DM me assessment, um, I can you know get that to you. And that's just me reviewing your website in a Loom video, giving you my best tips and ideas for how to make your website more effective, how to book more clients through your website. And I go through your home about services and it's just having expert eyes on your site and how to make improvements. And I think, you know, when we're in our business by ourselves, we're just in a vacuum. We don't really know sometimes like what we should be doing. So it's a great opportunity to get um, that expert insight into your website. Amazing. Thank you so much for that generous offer. So if you're listening to this, get into her messages, get into those DMs and grab one of those. Like she said, it is a paid offer that she is gifting you for free to the first three people. So drop into the DMs, let her know that you heard her on this podcast and get into her world as well. Learn from Ruth Ann. She shares so much value within her podcast and Exactly as you said, we get so wrapped up on being inside that we can't see what the outside looks like. We don't know how we're portraying ourselves to others. So what you do is amazing, Ruthann. You are truly an expert. I am so grateful for you for taking the time out of your crazy schedule to pour into listeners today. Thank you so much for having me. And until next time, mamas, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 